Healing Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimke. Morena Kirsten, how are you today? Good morning. I'm good. That is good. We're ready to get some dark academia in our lives. What is this? Is, is it a genre? Is it a grouping? I, I'm getting a feeling it's from the internet. Yes, it is. It's an aesthetic. Aesthetic. <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, so people aren't creating music. Um, you know, it's not a music genre in itself. Yeah. It's an aesthetic of fashion, mood, um, it's very Instagram, very TikTok. It's also feeling and very like Tumblr 2014 is what it's sort of in my I mind know, right? is synonymous with. The new window I know, I didn't know, I didn't know Tumblr was like still a thing, but I could be out of date. Um, but so they collect music. So be, because it's about um, being a student at Oxford or Harvard. <laughs> Relatable. It's about, it's about studying and in beautiful libraries and sipping tea or coffee, mm-hmm. you want a playlist that you can study to. Okay, so it's kind of fantasy student land. I'm going to hit play on the first track. It's very beautiful. So we're listening to a bit of Chopin this morning on BFM. It's a classy Friday morning. <laughs> nice yeah. Ease into the weekend. Now, I know you probably don't play a lot of classical on this station, but this was on everybody's Dark Academia playlist, so this was iconic. Now, it's beautiful. It um, is. But I was wondering why this one out of, you know, obviously the whole classical oeuvre. <laughs> um <laughs> And so it's piano, so it has that sort of moody, delicate, single person. But um, the piece itself has a really interesting history. Um, It featured in Schindler's List. It was, there's a true story about it being played by a Jewish woman at a concentration camp and it saved her life. Wow. Um, It featured in the movie The Pianist. Um, The, Composer himself, Chopin, was a an early music celebrity. Everyone knew his love life. He died at 39. So you know, there's a, a whole bunch of reasons why this piece, out of you know all classical yeah. music, is a part of it. It's got so, the sort of it's got a goth vibe, you know, in yes. in the sense that there is kind of like a a tragicness underneath it yeah. that definitely fits in that internet aesthetic world. So you're supposed to picture yourself in a school uniform, which I don't know how the school uniform mixes with uni campuses, but okay. Walking through libraries and museums with stained glass windows, Gothic architecture, (laughs) maybe writing a note in Latin on parchment to your lover. Um, (laughs) It's, um, it feels like I am having a very bodily remembering of the sort of era of Tumblr that existed when I was at high school. I think this is, for me, the cycle that's come back round on the internet that feels the most familiar to the type of the internet that all my friends were inhabiting, which was Mm. like meaningful quotes in cursive. Oh God, I loved a meaningful quote. (laughs) What do you mean loved? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and um, you know, I was getting a little deep into it here, but that, that, 
I guess the, one of the reasons it's sort of goth and emo-ish is that because knowledge, the more knowledge you have, the more sad you are, you know, because about the world. <laughs> You've got so much resting on your shoulders that, you know, yeah, you must feel thoughtful in the library about it. <laughs> so you should be reading some Oscar Wilde, some Jane Austen. Um, you, should, you can play chess. You can do some journaling. You can learn the violin. Um, maybe drawing or archery. You know, some some wistful staring out of windows yeah. feels like a, wistful, yes. a you know an important part of the brand. I also have a theory. Go uh, on. I'd love to hear if anyone else agrees with this, but I think this is like a a sister of the manic pixie dream girl sort of world, where it's quite like a two dimensional, ultimately two dimensional type of. Often female, not always, but often yeah. female like character. Mm. And I think that's I just love to study. Yeah, I just I just love the smell of books. I love to be in the library, you know. I love the feeling of the rain on a cold winter's morning. No as you don't. As, you wanna be at the beach. As long as you're wearing your beret and your opaque tights. Yeah. I nearly bought a beret the other day. <laughs> I have I, I have owned a beret probably around the time I was about sixteen, so I'm not I'm I'm you know calling myself it. Yeah, here, yeah. You know. <laughs> now this song too, so it's from 1965, Simon and Garfunkel, but it's a cover of a very old English ballad, which is then about a medieval love story, and it's 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 depressing too. It's an impossible task given to a lover, you know, to find Parsley Sage, Rosemary Time. <laughs> And a cambric shirt. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, so it's got this darkness as well as this kind of obsession with European, you know, old culture with medieval, you know. Oh, totally. Yeah, there's a very sort of. I I don't know if anyone else has read I Capture the Castle. No. But that was my favourite book when I was 15. And that fits smack bang in this world. And I also remember listening to this song, going for a very wistful Uh-oh. walk in the park. Yes, yes. On my iPod <gasps> Nano. And I then coming home and Googling what a cambric shirt was and being like, I need to find one. I must have <laughs> this shirt. So it is about books. You need to get your, your book list and you need to read books. So this isn't just an outfit. You need to then get the books. You have to have... You have to read the books. <laughs> The secret history <laughs> no, just hold in them. your hand at all times, so everybody knows you're complicated. Put your arms around the books as you walk, looking down. I'd just like to say I know this well because I have been there. I know, I know. The, the razzing comes from love. Comes from love. Secret history is a good book. Catcher in the Rye. you got to have, you know, you got to just let everybody know that you think about the world and you're a little bit different. Yeah. But note you think about Europe. In the Western world, yes, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's, you a, think it's about, very Eurocentric. You think it's about Arthurian legend on the rigs. Yeah, you're not reading James Baldwin. Um. That comes later. That's the second phase. That's the growing out of of this phase. Yeah, that's right. Is the you actually end up at uni and you do a bit of mahi and then you're like, oh, wasn't all that uh, that great in the Western world? <laughs> Back to the piano here. This one yes. will be familiar to any um, movie movie fans of the Studio Ghibli world. So Howl's Moving Castle soundtrack, 2004, but the piano version, because it's orchestral um, in the film. 
And it's such a weird film. So it's, uh, it's Japanese animation with this sort of interesting sort of deep story with a lot of a lot of meanings. Um, but the, the voices are done by like Billy Crystal and Christian Bale. <laughs> it is a great movie to be fair, Howl's Moving Castle. And this is a waltz. One, two, three, one, two, three. Love a waltz. Howl of Howl's Moving Castle is a big uh, internet heartthrob. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Well, you would know that. I would know that. I would know that. But I also would know that because the teens absolutely love him and I spend too much time on the internet. Very um, fancy fashion brand Loewe has just done like a Howl's Moving Castle collab and I keep no. seeing videos pop up on my Instagram and my TikTok of, of like rich teens unboxing Loewe Howl's Moving Castle clothes. And oh my it's, gosh. It's quite hectic, but it's also kind of incredible. Someone says it sounds kind of Wednesday Adams. Totally. Yeah. Yes. I would have sure. frothed that when I was 15. Yes. And even, not uh, even though I know it's problematic, Harry Potter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, to have a movie, you know, in the modern era where people are in school uniforms and old du- dusty castles. Castle and not only vibes. school uniforms, cloaks. Cloaks, yeah. no not less. forget. Yeah. And, and no computers and no cell phones, you know. So that's very much came at the, t- you know, the... The timing of it is very much a part of it. <laughs> this has been a nice trip down, or a slightly traumatising trip down my teenage memory lane here. <laughs> You're not alone. Someone's texted in saying, lol, so me, first year uni, taking philosophy papers and feeling it so hard. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm glad we're all, we all have shared similar moments in yeah. our adolescence. Uh, thank you for bringing us a bit of dark academia this week, Kirsten. Nice flourish to end on here. Where are we going next week? Oh, this is going to be super painful. Really bad. I had trouble working on it. Off-key singers. Oh, that sounds fun. We will see you then. Kakite. (laughs) That was Travelling Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimpke. Thank you.